morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to This Morning on 6.30, Ched. And I've sort of gone down a a podcast rabbit hole Uh about the collapse of so many Bitcoin companies. I still don't understand what Bitcoin is, but the scandals around it and the loss of money immense and and I, I get confused over whether it's it's just Bitcoin but it's cryptocurrency in a variety of it so Bitcoin's not the only cryptocurrency it's the best known one yeah but there have been some issues with maybe some other ones. oh the, the scandals are measurable uh, FTX and then of course the the Canadian guy who was running a Bitcoin company and then went to India and died and then there's questions did he really die but he was the only one who knew the passwords and all these people have this money and they don't know where it is it's just they can't have access to it it's there's it's scary when you think about hey i'm going to give my real money into this sort of universe i'm not quite sure what it is yeah a lot of people aren't particularly yeah. sure what it is and they've been trying to figure it out for years <laughs> so it was about Two or three years ago on a late night with Seth Meyers, uh, his, his crew put together uh, a bit of a skit just talking about Bitcoin. This, this is where, where I'm at when, when I'm trying to figure it out. What's Bitcoin? Bitcoin is the first decentralized digital cryptocurrency that works without a central bank. Well, that sounds interesting. Yeah, and it's so simple to use. Transactions take place through the use of cryptography and are verified by network nodes and recorded in an immutable public distributed ledger called a blockchain. What could be simpler than that? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I know when it fell, I know that sort of when the bottom fell out, I think a year and a half, two years ago, I'm thinking, I should pick some of this stuff up. Maybe you should have. I should have because it went up 150% over the last year and a half. So maybe wait till the crash comes again before you invest. I don't know. We have an expert on the line, though. We've got Max Varela Arvalo. He is the associate chair of Nate's Finance Program. Good morning, Max. Good morning. Uh, Bitcoin is is a single Bitcoin worth over forty thousand dollars right now. Yeah, that is the value. That's the check. I think it was forty four thousand. Oh, that's so. So tell me, do you own Bitcoin? I need to know where you're at here. Uh, not really. I I think I, I have um, uh, two dollars worth of Ethereum, and I just bought it just to. Just track their development and how they're doing. That's okay. all. But I, I don't invest. No. So, what do you tell your students about Bitcoin? Can you just break it down to us in like, you know, pretend we're in grade five, and tell us what Bitcoin means? Um, sure. Um, Bitcoin is pretty much um, like a. If you think about a land registry, right? If if you go to your town land registry and you see the names of the people who own each plot of land, mm-hmm. it's pretty much it's, it's sort of like a virtual version of that. It's a it's a public registry where you can see where all the bitcoins are assigned to and who owns what. Um, it gives you a level of anonymity in the sense that you don't have to use your real name, (laughs) you just have wallets. But it's pretty much like that. You can see publicly uh, who owns what. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's the easiest example I can think of. It's, it's sort of like a land registry, but instead of using land plots, you're using bitcoins. So where does the value come from, from this virtual <laughs> currency? He's laughing. Great that's question. not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> Great question. And we do, we do talk about this in our economics class, and Nate, and... Uh, what I ask them usually is like, what gives value to anything, right? Like, uh, why does money have value? And and it's just a social construct. So we all decide it has value, and hence it has value. Um, if you think about money, right, the, the Canadian dollar, the U.S. dollar, they're not really backed by anything. It's just that we're hoping that if we give, if I give somebody money, they're gonna sell me their staff or sell me their services. And so it's the same with anything that exists on earth. If if we think uh, something has value as a society, then that creates value. That's fascinating. I haven't thought about that before, but that was a great uh, way of putting it. Max, there's been so many scandals, so much loss of money, FTX, uh, Crypto Queen, um, it's countless. Why would anyone feel safe putting their money into cryptocurrency? (laughs) That's another great question. let me let me tell you a little bit of a story, a short story. I'm originally from Argentina, and Argentina is a country that um, very often they debase the currency because the central bank finances the government's spending, and so a lot of people try to find coverage. That's very inflationary. So they're running inflation at 200 percent right now, and so a lot of people are trying to find. Um, refuge from the inflation that they're experiencing. And so there's been a explosion of cryptocurrencies and, and coins and some people felt, you know, for scams. And, and that is um, usually when there's an increased demand for, for something, there's also an increased supply of scams. So what I would say is two things. Trust your gut. If something feels too good to be true, is definitely most likely too good to be true. And and the other thing is, um, I would say, um, well, th- th- just mostly that is like if it feels like yep. um, it's it's too good to be true, don't trust it. Also, uh, when they say you know we have we're going to offer guaranteed returns with no risk, that's another big red flag. <laughs> I would say um, just be careful when when you hear those words specifically. <laughs> that doesn't exist in finance. Where do you, where do you go to find reputable places uh, if you do want to get into that world? I know I've talked to a, a guy named Adam over at the Bitcoin Well a few times where they do sort of fractional yep. little bits. So you're not buying an entire Bitcoin, you're basically buying a little bit of one. And so you can put a little bit of money in, you're not going to risk that much. Uh, are there, you know, how do you find the reputable companies that are brokers or whatever the heck they're called uh, if you do want to jump in on this? Yeah, there's a, there's a few um, areas. Uh, I, I, I have Wealth Simple, so that's uh, one of the uh, traders that you can access cryptocurrencies. Um, there's there's a few exchanges in Canada that you can access cryptocurrencies. But I would say uh, these are we call them in finance speculative assets. It means that they only 
gain value from what other people are willing to pay. So I would say before you think about investing in cryptocurrencies, really, really think about why you're investing in cryptocurrencies. And I would say um, if you are just investing in something, hoping that somebody else is going to pay more for that, that's, that's called speculation in finance. So if, if you are investing in cryptocurrencies, just be very mindful that what you're doing is just hoping that somebody else will pay more for that. And that may not be the case, right? Open faith. It, it, well, it sounds like a pyramid scheme to me. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can you go to your financial advisor and say, hey, I want some cryptocurrency? Can they handle that? Because I don't, I don't know where else to go. Uh, no, no. Right now, no. there's a few exchanges. Uh, like I said, Well Simple in Canada offers some okay. uh, cryptocurrency access. Uh, but like I said, it, it's not something that you you would go like the general public in Canada doesn't really have a need unless they want to speculate, right? And and if you're speculating, that means you know you're you're willing to take risks. Either you know either it can go up a lot. We call it that. Um, uh, great risk, great reward. So it could go up a lot, but it could also go down a lot. Yeah. Uh, Max, thanks so much for your time this morning. Good chatting with you. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right. We've been chatting with Max Varela Aravalo, who's Associate Chair of Nate's Finance Program. He was great. Yeah. I'll explain it to us. We do. We. I've been talking about crypto for like three years, and I still don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Well, no, he put <laughs> it in some really interesting terms. But you know what? If you're going to buy crypto, don't buy it now because you know it's going to go down. So. Well, the thing is, I would have thought that say years, uh, you know, several years when it was fifteen thousand dollars. The idea that a Bitcoin is worth fifteen grand to me, well, it's, it's bound to just drop down to a thousand dollars, isn't it? Because there's no value, and now it's at over forty-four. I know. But, so you can just sort of <laughs> dabble in it if. You you want like just maybe put a hundred bucks in it and see what it is maybe when it crashes because you know it's going to crash at some point i want to wait um, for it to go down and wait down, for down, it down, to down, go down, 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 down and then put like a hundred bucks and just to say you know this is kind of fun or this is this is interesting and maybe you might double your money someday maybe not and maybe pigs will fly well no it can happen there's people made a ton of money and, lost and then a ton, so. and then when it gets higher take it out <laughs> yeah, <this. laughs> quickly yeah. take it out <laughs> yes Profit take. Profit take. Yeah. All right. It's uh, just past 617.